Sefer HaMitzvah, this is the prohibition number seven. And this prohibition is that we are not allowed, we have been warned, not to give some of our children to be worshipped as it was public at the time of the Torah giving, the name was Molech. They would give over the children to an idol, to a worship which is called the Molech. This is uh, not to give to that particular of a deserve. This is based on the verse which Hashem says, that from your seed you shall not give them over so that they can pass through for the Moloch. So, what was the worship of this particular it was commotion is by the Sanhedrin as we've explained in the seventh chapter of Sanhedrin. Shamabir Aish, that they would put up a fire. Umalabo Isai, they would flame it up, they would make a fire. The Lekeyach Mixas Bonov, and you take some of your sons. Umaisrai Bideya Misasik Baavidas Oisai Hanevad. And you give it over, and the one who occupies himself to worship, the one who worships that item that is worshipped. And you, uh, and you burn, and you burn him. Yeah, oh yeah, it's the god of fire. Yeah, well, that he puts on fire, he, he burns him on that fire from side to side. Now, I'm not sure. Um, there's there's two opinions. I'm not sure. I can't see make out from these words. I'm not sure. Uh, some according to some of them, they actually burn the children. They they kill them over there. Some of them they just pass them through from side to side. That's what the Rambam seems to say. It's not that they burn them over there, but they pass them over the fire over that fire from side to side. So there's a flame burning, and you pass them over it, but you don't burn them. There has already been a duplication of this prohibition for this act. The Pasik says again, this is a Pasik. The previous was in Vayikra, Yudchas Chafal. This is in Dvarim, Yudchas Yud. It says, You shall not find amongst you one who passes his son and daughter in the fire. It's interesting that in the, um, in the Rambam it uses the Lushen. Miktas Bonov, some of his sons, doesn't say Bitoi, but in the first Pasik it just says Zaracha, your seed, which would include both. Here the Pasik specifically says Benoyu Bitoi, but the Rambam uses the language Miktas Benoy. But doesn't sometimes male cover male and female? When the male is sometimes, the yeah, well, in the Torah it depends, sometimes asking wood cover, but in this case specifically it says Benoyu Bitoi. One who violates this prohibition intentionally, Chayif Skila, would be liable for stoning. The Kores, and then he would get cut off, if he wasn't stoned, because sometimes there were no witnesses, sometimes there was other things, then he would be punished by the heaven with Kores. But if he does it accidentally, not knowing that you're not allowed to, 
chayiv chatos kavua, then you would be chayiv a set chatos as opposed to an oil of yedid, which means the regular korm chatos sin offering for violating a sin accidentally. The laws of this mitzvah have been articulated in the seventh, in the seventh chapter of Sanhedrin, which the Rambam made reference to before as well. The eighth prohibition, losase, in the um, Sefer HaMitzvahs of the Rambam, is HaMitzvah Shminis, the eighth one is, that we've been warned against the act of oiv. What is the oiv? It's a particular kind of a, a worship. You give a known... Uh, incense offering and you do certain activities you do hocus pocus you do some things over there it appears to you that you're hearing some speech that comes from under your armpit that responds to what you ask. You ask, and you get an answer from under your armpit after you do this incense uh, known. This is a type of Avedizor. This is God tells us, Don't turn to the Oivis. That's the particular prohibition. This is a Pasuk. And by Ikra Perikitas Poslamad Aleph, which the Torah prohibits. Prohibits us from turning to these oivis. Veloshin sifro, the language sifro is oiv zepisoim hamedaber mishachyei. Oiv, this is the pisoim, that's the name of the vaydezore that speaks from under his armpit. However, Allah zeb mezit, one who violates this prohibition intentionally, niskal would get stoning. Vim loy niskal, if you're not stoned for whatever reason, then halizeb bekores. Then the prohibition will be divided. The punishment will be kores. If it's an accident, it's your chayiv, the regular chatos, the set chatos, which is given for all violations of the prohibition of the Torah. Who is liable for this? The one who asks them? The one who, the one who asks the question gets the answer? I mean, who is liable? So the Rambam adds to say, one who does those activities with his hands. You occupy himself. Apparently, if you just ask, then you won't get uh, you won't get these punishment. It's the one who is doing like the lighting the incense, maybe. See, in the pasuk it says, "Don't turn to the oivis." That would seem to don't turn to the oivis would seem don't seek their answers. Now, don't seek them. But the Rambam clearly writes. That this is the act of the oivis, which means don't turn to the oivis, meaning don't do what they do, which is offering the incense and putting it in your hands, doing the uh, specific activities which they're involved. If you do it yourself, the one who does it, those activities would be um, liable for these punishments. Apparently, the one who asks and everything else is not actually doing. to the um, to for this liability because there's not going to be any action over there. You have to do something 
in order to be punished by these punishments. This is the Sefer HaMitzvah, is the ninth prohibition. Um, and this is the Yidoini. HaMitzvah is only Masa Yidoini. This is not to do the act of the Yidoini. It's also a type of a disorder. In the eighth one, we learned about the Oiv. This is called Yidoini. This is a very, another type of a disorder. Vuhu, what is the type? How is this worship? You take a, a bone of a bird whose name is Yodua. That means Yodoini. Then you place it in your mouth. The other one worked, the oiv worked through your armpit. This, you put the bone in your mouth from this bird named Yodua. And you offer incense, you burn incense. And then you start saying words and biyasin maisim. So this is like hocus pocus again. You do various different kinds of things. Till you turn into a stand as if you fainted. You become like totally uh, uh, faint. And you fall into a very deep sleep. And then you speak futures. You, you become a, a future teller, a fortune teller, tell people the future. This is the worship of Yudaini. Oh, there, there are religions that do that. They fall to the floor and they start Yeah, well, this is probably based on this. Amru, when they said Yudaini, when they said, what is Yudaini? Maniach etzim yudua bifif. You put the etzim of the yudua in your mouth. Fumadaber me'elav, and it speaks on its own. How is the prohibition on this, uh, on the language, uh, what does it say? It says, Altifnu el Don't turn to the oives. That was discussed in Mitzvah 8. Also to Yudoinim. This is a Pasuk in Bayikra, Perik Yutas, Pasuk Lamadalaf. So he says, Valpachshev Shazer, Lav Shebeklos. Don't think that this is a inclusive prohibition. Generally, we know if there's an inclusive prohibition, like don't do this, and it includes many things, you won't be liable for these punishments because we don't get punished for inclusive loving because it's like the Torah says, says, don't violate the Torah, which is an inclusive, all the Torah. So here when it says, like, don't worship about the Zorah, would be inclusive, would not, that wouldn't get a prohibition, that wouldn't get a punishment. But in this case, he says, don't think that this allows to be closed. For intentionally doing each one of them, whether it's Oiva Yudainim, even though the Torah includes it together, it says, don't turn after the Oiva Yudainim, there is Kilokaris. Because there's, there's a specific verse, because the Pasuk says, in the Pasuk of Zion, if a man or a woman, if there will be amongst them the oiv or the yudoni, one of these, they should be put to death. So we know that this is not a prohibition, which is an inclusive prohibition, which would not get you the punishment, but rather you do get the punishment. The language of the sifri is, since the Pasuk says a man or a woman that will be in a heaven if you do any by them. And what the Torah says, <coughs> they be put to death, the Torah says. So, so we only hear about the punishment. But where is the warning? 
Talmud Loimar, Al Tifno Lohine, Oivis Velayidonim. So therefore, the Paschal earlier of Aikri Taslamadala tells us don't turn to the Oivis Nidonim. The Gamma Oivis Alapishaik, Azebishaik, and also one who violates this prohibition accidentally, Chayev Chatus Kavua, will be liable for the set Chatus. So which means. It won't be a love, because here we're talking about the punishment of death, so we know each one gets death, but what about the karma chatos? If it's a love, should be closed, you don't get a chatos. So he says, no, even if you do it accidentally, you're still going to be a chayva chatos kavua, a set chatos for each one. The details of this law have been articulated in the seventh chapter of Sanhedrin. Now, earlier, in the previous Allah the Rambam said the one who will be liable is the one who actually takes an active part, not the one who asks or is told. Over here, the Rambam doesn't really uh, say that, but perhaps it's self-understood because it all what it is, the person puts in and he do, it, does, it doesn't so much involve asking. The oiv seemed like more that you're asking the oiv the yidonim. Uh, because before he asks a question, he gives you answers, so he has to exclude the saying, it's not the one that asks, it gives the answers, that is the one that's liable, it's the one who does it. But in this case, it seems the most of the activity is just the person does it himself, because there's no asking over here, he says a person puts in, and then and it just says the future, so it doesn't talk about other people asking, so it's probably self-evident, understood, that it's the person that is doing the activities who is the one that's going to be liable. No, not, not anybody, not anybody else. Yeah. Would putting the bone in the mouth be an? This, this is the prohibition number fourteen, and Hamitzvah Yudale, the fourteenth prohibition is Hazhora, shehiz harnu, shehuz harnu milishava b'avidezora, afilu leivdeha. We have been warned that we not a lot of swear by. You know, you can't swear. You can swear. By God, like you swear, but you can't swear by the by any idol worship or even to those that worship it. By a person who worships idols, you can't go, you can't make an oath, and you and you know and interject these people, David or the person that worships David Likewise, also, let's say if you have a, a situation. In which a person wants to give you an oath, or you have a dealings like court, in court, or maybe you're having a dealings with a goy, let's say, and you can't tell him, "I want you to swear by your idol." I mean, he respects us, his fears. You can't say to him to have him swear by his idol. Like uh, they explained this when our sages said, "Don't have a goy." make an oath by his fear, meaning his avodazora. He shouldn't use, even though he fears his avodazora, that's considered his fear. He worships it. You can't make him swear by his avodazora, because let's say you want to uh, make sure that he's telling you the truth. Or so you're saying, well, I want you to swear by your, by your, you're not allowed to do that. There's a prohibition against that. And that's, so it's both applies. So you're not allowed to swear by the avodazora, but you're also not allowed to make the guys swear by the Zara, because that comes from the verse in Shemay Spedik Chav Gimel, Paskid Gimel, or then it says, V'shel Shem Alekim Achedim Loitaskiru. Don't mention the name of other gods. So don't mention includes, you can't mention it, you can't mention it. 
You can't have a goy swear by the one who he fears. They say further over there. Uh, to look at it, it's probably in the Gemara. It doesn't say which Gemara this is in Sanhedrin, I guess. It says here, over there they say further. Sham Amru Aid, and they further said over there in the Gemara that Loisa Skiru, since it says not even to mention, that you're not allowed to make a vow, a promise, a nether in the name of the Avedezora. Can't live there. With Sanhedrin, it says Loisa Skiru, over there it says further, what does it mean? Loisa Plainis. Don't even say, let's say you want to tell to somebody, oh, listen, I want you to watch something for me. But I want you to watch it for me uh, next to uh, that, and you mentioned Avodazara. You know, you know with the street, Avodazara, you know the house with Avodazara. So you can't even mention that as a place, as a sign. Even though you're just mentioning it as a place, you know, trying to make a sign, you know, where, or meet me, I'm saying that he said, he'll call me. Oh, I want you to meet me by in front of the, that uh, Vodazara or something like that. You shouldn't mention that at all. One who violates this prohibition. What does it mean, violating it? Uh, doesn't mean just by if you said, uh, don't, in a place that would not qualify yet for, for violation. Uh, so, which means, if you shall swear uh, in a way of exaltness, in other words, I swear to you by this, and you're using the this is one of the items that other people believe in, those who are mistaken beliefs, they go after that. So you're basically using something that they're worshipping as the uh, your oath in, in, in the way, and you're saying, oh, by by the name of such and such, or by this God of such and such, Chayiv Malkus, then you would be liable for lashes, just for swearing in that name. But it's not just for just mentioning, that probably, that, that does not qualify. But that needs to, you need to have a Shavua, you need to actually swear so as he brings down now from the Gemara Sanhedrin, there's a lot of things. the sages warned us. We're not allowed to kiss Avedezora. We're not allowed to hug. You can't sweep up in front of it. You can't do anything to demonstrate any honor to Avedezora. From the act of honor and love. So, these are all acts you're not allowed to do, but you're not going to get lashes for doing that. You're not going to get... Only one who actually makes a vow in the name of the Avodah or fulfills a promise by the Avodah um, that would constitute... Uh, uh, a violation of the prohibition that we would get Malchus, like we're talking about the Shavua, or maybe in this case a nether, also a vow in the name of Avadavid Zara, when you know that would qualify for it. 
the laws of this mitzvah have been articulated in the seventh chapter of Sanhedrin. A lot, a lot of cities. All, you know, all in Minnesota and in California. All the, yeah. all the things. They all start with the the ST. A lot of people don't mention that actually. Not to mention that. But then again, question is: is saint is has a reference to some saints or everything else? Doesn't necessarily mean uh, idol worship itself, right? Oh yeah, a holy or something. But yeah, but a lot of people actually don't. Uh, we learned in the, one of the Rebbe's letters we were doing in Shulchan Menachem, uh, and you know the Rebbe, um, I forget exactly what the Rebbe, what the Rebbe discussed it over there, you know about uh, not using the, that that introduction. Um, yeah, yeah, that's some people say that. Yeah, but uh, you know, but it's totally different. It's changed now. Yeah, okay. It's not. It's cold. You don't. You don't. You don't sound it out that way. So. Um, Today's uh, mitzvah is the prohibition number 16, and that is uh, against convincing another Jewish person to go worship idols. That means that if you call another Jewish person to worship Avodah Zorah, that is called a mesis, as explained earlier. And the prohibition is what Hashem says with regards to a mesis, they shall not do such evil things amongst you. One who transgressed this prohibition, and that is someone who persuades a Jewish person to go worship idols, is liable for the death penalty through stoning. As the first states, uh, you shall certainly kill him. And it is the person who, the one who is inciting or trying to persuade him, wanted him to go ahead and do, wanted to persuade him, he is the one that is fitting to kill him. As the Pasuk says, It is your hand should be first to kill him. The language of the Sifri is that it's a mitzvah in the one who has been uh, persuaded or tried to persuade to kill him. The details of this law are articulated in the seventh chapter of Sanhedrin. Mitzvah Yudzayin, the seventeenth prohibition, is not to love, not to extend love to a one who is a Macy's who persuades Rabbi Dezora. The Torah states, Loi soive loi, you shall not want him, not love him. The language of the Sifri is, since the Torah writes in Vayikra Yudtes Ches, you shall love your fellow as yourself. So you might think that that extends even to this fellow here, the Macy's, to love him. That's why the Pasuk says, No, that you shall not extend the love to the Macy's. Sefer HaMitzvah, this is prohibition number 18, Yudches. HaMitzvah Yudches, the 18th prohibition. This is the warning of... Uh, that uh, was warned to the one who is trying to be persuaded by somebody's convincing him to go ahead and worship idols. So the one who's being persuaded should not be lenient towards the one who's persuading him. But he has to, uh, must hold the against him 
the uh, objection to him and the uh, opposition, you know, to give him over to the base and everything. If he doesn't, if he doesn't hold that, he doesn't keep that uh, up uh, against him. He's violating a prohibition because the pasuk says in the Vorim, Perik you give a pasuk test, Veloi Sishma Elov. Don't listen to him. So that means don't listen to him means that you should not say maybe so so, but it means total opposition to him. And the interpretation it comes like this because it says. There is a verse in Shemay Shkav Gimel, it says that you shall help him out. This is talking about a person who is struggling, the animal is kneeling with the load and everything else. You're supposed to help them out. So you might think you should help him out. So maybe you should help this guy out also. You know, he's trying to persuade you to maybe be lenient with him, try to help him out. That's why the Pesach says, Veloi Sishma Elov, don't listen to him. When it comes to idol worships, don't help him out, but you have to be uh, totally uh, not against him and not listen to him. This is the prohibition number 19, HaMitzvah Yutes. And this is a warning, again, a person who has been persuaded or trying to convince somebody else to go ahead and worship idols. So the one who is being convinced is not allowed to save the one who is convincing him to worship idols if he's in a situation that the other person is is dying. Let's say he's dry, drowning or he's being destroyed for some other reason. He's getting So you're not allowed to save the other person. You can't save the other person's life and say, well, we're supposed to sell. Because the Pasik tells you in the Vodim Perikud Gimel Pasik test, it says, Your eye shall not have pity on him. That's a person you can't pity. What is the explanation? How do the sages explain this? It says like this Since there is a verse in Vayikra Perikud Test Tazayin, over there it says, You're not allowed to stand on your brother's blood. That is interpreted means if you see something bad is happening to your brother, somebody's drowning, somebody's getting hurt, somebody is in danger, you must take action. You can't stand by idly. So maybe you may think that also this person, you know, this, this guy who's convincing you, is a masis, who's convincing you to worship idols, maybe you should also uh, uh, sort of save him. That's what the post says. Your eye shall not feel pity. Don't pity this person. You're not supposed to pity. Further law in the Sefer HaMitzvah, in Mitzvah number, prohibition number 20, Chof. Over here, the Mitzvah is that the Musafs, the one who's been persuaded or trying to persuade by, has been trying to do, is being trying to convince him, he is prohibited from trying to find favor or a merit for the one who's convincing him. Even if you know uh, something, uh, a merit for him, you, like you can find a way to something positive for him, maybe get him out of his, can't do that. You're not allowed to mention it and you should not find any favor uh, for him. Don't, you know, in other words, let him 
um, you know, let him feel the full brunt of the law. And that is what is said in the Pasik in the Vorim. Over there in Perikid Gimel it says, Veloi Sachmoil, don't have mercy. So we said, this is also included, this includes all these various different halachas in which the musus is not allowed to feel any pity or protect or save or do anything as we learned earlier. But this one is particularly the meaning of loisachmoil. What does it mean, loisachmoil? Don't have pity in this case. Don't find favor for him. In other words, don't look for a zuchus, for some merit that may uh, work to his benefit. You're not allowed to do that. Further halacha in Sefer HaMitzvah's prohibition number 21, uh, mitzvah of Aleph. This is the warning that the Musas, the one who's being convinced, uh, is warned not to be silent and he must go ahead and say and learn uh, a guilt for the one who was convincing him. Uh, whatever he knows, so that he can get punished. So whatever he knows, you must cooperate with the Bezdin, you must go to the Bezdin, you must tell them, you have to see to it uh, not to uh, cover up by, you know, being silent, not saying anything. The warning comes from the Pasik over there, in the Pasik in the Varim Perikut Gimel, it says in the Pasik. Veloi sechase olav, don't cover on him, don't cover for him. What is the meaning of loy sechase? They interpreted that if you know something which could be to his guilt, to make him guilty, you're not allowed to stay quiet, not allowed to stay silent. You must go ahead and say it. So, Sefer HaMitzvah is the uh, prohibition number 26, the mitzvah chavvav. Uh, this is a warning uh, for a person who has been warned from prophesizing in the name of an idol. You know, you're saying the idol has told you something in prophecy. What it is, is the Rambam says, you should say uh, either way. Either you say Hashem commanded you, God commanded you to worship that idol, or that the idol itself commanded you to worship herself and it promises uh, reward, promises punishment as the prophets who worship the Baal, it's a known of it, or the prophets of the Asherah, those the worshippers of the tall trees and the, and the Baal, so they do you can't, and they do in the name of their idols, that's the prohibition. Um, so he says, in the Pasik, we don't find a very clear, specific prohibition for this, uh, for this uh, matter, uh, which means not to prophesize in the name of Avodah We don't find a specific prohibition. But in the Torah, we do find a punishment. See, there's two parts. We have a prohibition, where the Torah tells you, don't do something. 
And then the Torah tells you what is the punishment if you do it. In this case, we don't find the prohibition, but we find the punishment that one who does prophesize in the name of Avodah Zorah gets the death penalty. Because the Pasik says, in the Vorim Perikut Ches, Pasik Chof, it says, Vasher Yidabir B'Shem Elikim Achedim Umeisa Novi that one who speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet should die. So speaking in the name of other gods, meaning that you prophesy by other God. So that uh, says, it says there he shall die. What kind of a death? There are four forms of death that Beisden does. This particular death is chenek. Chenek means that's choking. Because the rule by us is that any time the Torah just says death, without specifying, Misa, if it says Misa, that means Chenek. So, it's known to you the principle that I've already explained to you in the beginning of the 14 principles uh, that came prior to this uh, listing of these mitzvahs, and over there the principle is that the verse cannot punish unless it warned. Here we're saying we only find the punishment, but we didn't find the warning. But we know the rule is you can't punish somebody if the Torah doesn't say the warning. So where is the warning for this particular uh, prohibition? Because it says in the Pasuk, in Shemayi's Perik of Gimel, Pasuk Yud Gimel, you shall not mention the name of other gods. So that, even though it's not a specific saying, but it's saying not mention other gods, it's interpreted as this also, a warning for this also. So he says, it is not, it's not uncommon or it's not, uh, not possible Sometimes you can have one prohibition that will warn you for many different ideas. So it says don't mention the name of God. It can mean various different things. It also means, one of the things that it means is don't prophesize in the name of the God, even though it's not clearly. Now, we know that if one prohibition sometimes includes many various different uh, it's called a Lav Shebeklolus. Uh, that's a prohibition, which is an inclusive one, and you wouldn't get punished for that. It's, 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 it's not as a full love if it's included. But in this case, the Rambam says, since there's a punishment for each one, so that doesn't matter. Then even though it's included in one prohibition, but the fact that there is a punishment articulated, then that becomes its own uh, prohibition. And from this... There will come other examples as we continue. The law of this mitzvah has been explained in the 11th chapter of Sanhedrin. The prohibition in the Sefer HaMitzvah, the prohibition number 27, Mitzvah of Zion. So we here, and this mitzvah is the warning that we've been warned against false prophecy, which means basically to prophesize, saying in the name of God, but you're saying something which God did not tell you. Or, what, some, what Hashem has said to another prophet, 
and you are relating it to yourself. You're saying that God has told it to you. You say that Hashem told me these things. And Hashem didn't tell it to you. So whether you're making it all up, or even Hashem said it to another person, you're saying it in your own name, that's plagiarism, no? <laughs> in his own name. So that would also uh, include it in this uh, prohibition. What is the language that Torah uses in this prohibition? This is a Pasuk in Devarim. Perik Yudchaz Pasuk Chof. The verse says there, Achanovi Yashi Yozad Ledaber Dover Bishmi Eis Asher Loitzivisi Ledaber. The prophet who will deliberately speak something in my name, that which I had not instructed him to speak, to say. Uh, one who violates this prohibition, he too gets the penalty of chenek, the death of chenek. When they mentioned and they say, who are the people that get the punishment of chenek, they listed them. So the Nevi HaSheker, the false prophet. And over there in the, in the Talmud it says that there are three uh, whose death are by based in, by the other, by the court, by the by people who punish the the, the people. One, Asher Yozid Ledaber Dover Bishmi, quoting the verse, one who intentionally speaks to speak in my name, that means that's one who prophesizes that which he hasn't heard. The verse continues, that I have not commanded him to speak means, is interpreted, not him, but I said to his friend. So that refers to that's one who's prophesizing something that wasn't said to him, but it was said to another. He also gets chenek. And then it's and the one who speaks in the name of other gods, which is that is one who prophesizes and uses the Avodah Zorah in the name of Avodah Zorah. He says the Avodah Zorah, this while worship, this 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 Zorah told him to prophesize. In all of them, it says Umeis Hanavi Hahu, that prophet shall die. And any time that it says Misa in the Torah in a uh, way that it's not clear, not articulated, what kind of Misa, that is Chenek. The laws of a false prophet have been articulated in the 11th chapter of the Tractate of Sanhedrin. Good. So we'll do the Sefer HaMitzvahs. This is in the book of the Mitzvahs of the Rambam. We're doing the prohibition number 28. And that is a prohibition that we have been warned not to listen to a prophet who prophesizes in the name of of the idols in the name of Avodah Zorah. Uh, what does it mean uh, not to listen to him? It means we should not even debate him. We should not ask him and say to him, okay, show me your proof. Why are you saying this that you're saying? That's also prohibited. That's what we do with a person who prophesizes in the name of Hashem. So over there we ask him evidence for his prophecy. But if you have somebody prophesizing in the name of a deserter, as soon as we hear him prophesizing in the name of idols, we warn him against it, as we are obligated for any sinner. 
And if he continues with his arguments, then we punish him as it is fitting according to the laws of the Torah. And we don't care about his proofs, his evidence, whatever he has, the mafsim, the rayas, we don't care about that. That was warned uh, by the Torah when Hashem said, this is a Pasuk in Devarim, Perikid Gimel Pasuk Dalit, verse in Deuteronomy 13.4, it says, Loisishma el divrei hanavi hahu. Don't pay attention to the words of that Navi. The details of this mitzvah have been articulated in the 11th chapter of Sanhedrin. The Sefer HaMitzvah is the prohibition number 29, Mitzvah Choftes. So the 29th prohibition is that the warning that we've been warning, warned not to worry about these false prophets or to uh, hold back from killing him since he is prophesizing in the name of God. So we'll be worried. Maybe, you know, maybe you're killing a prophet. Is no. We should not be afraid that we're going to be punished at all because we have already verified that he's false, that we've verified his, that he's falsehood. And that's stated in the Pasuk in Dvarim Perik Tches, Pasuk Kov Beis. Over there the Pasuk says, Loi Sogur Mimenu, don't be afraid from him. The language of the Sifri is, Loi Sogur Mimenu is Al Timna Atzmchom Lelamed Olof Chayva. Don't be afraid of him means don't hold yourself back from finding guilt upon him. But that was before we also learned this as a separate prohibition. But I guess here specifically we're talking about, before we talked about you can't be quiet. You can't be covered up. If you know, you have to say. But if you hear, he's talking more. But the language of the Sifri is very much as of language of a deer. So basically, it means that if he, uh, if, if you know that this is what he's done, don't worry about kill him, do the uh, penalty that the Torah subscribed. The details of this mitzvah have been articulated in the introduction to our uh, uh, book or the, our chibur. Uh, uh, for the uh, commentary on the Mishnah. The Rambam also made a commentary on the Mishnah. So in the introduction over there, he has explained the details, articulated the details of this Mitzvah.